Welcome to the Where Money Meets Soul podcast. I'm Jennifer Griffith. And I'm Natasha Gaines. As two busy women juggling high profile jobs, family, friends, bills, and everything else life throws our way, we know what it's like to feel stressed out and overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And from personal experience, we also know what it's like to pull ourselves out of that place by using the right skills and tools to get our lives into alignment. Absolutely, we're here to share those same tools with you so that you can also turn your desires into reality. If you're interested in learning more about money and abundance, how to create a better work-life balance, and how to pursue your passions without sacrificing your dreams, then we invite you to join us each week to gain powerful tools to help you succeed in business and life. When money meets soul, magic will happen. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Where Money Meets Soul podcast. I'm Natasha, and I'm here with Jen. Hello, everyone. How's it going? Oh, it's good. It's all good. I am tired today. Yeah, you and me you both, know? sister. God, I'm really <laughs> tired. If you can't hear into my voice, I'm exhausted. But I always get pumped up when I talk to you and we do a podcast. So what are we talking about today? Let's talk about how to stay on top of our wellness game during the holidays. How about that? Yeah, let's do it. I love this topic. I do too. You know, the subject's been coming up. I've written a lot about this subject and the subject has been coming up often for me lately from my girlfriend specifically. How do you stay in shape? How do you not gain weight during the holiday season? Right. Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and you made a good point. We were talking about this off air, but yeah, I mean, essentially it's, it's not free for all. (laughs) It's just the holidays. You don't need to eat all the things that are put in front of you and lie around on your sofa 24. (laughs) You know, I think that's what happens to so many individuals. It's you think it's like a holiday. It's almost like when you're on vacation, right? You can eat whatever you want. You could do whatever you want and you're not aware of what the implications could be, but just remember, and, and there's no, there's nothing wrong with eating and doing whatever you want, but just remember that if that's what you want to do, maybe in preparation for that, maybe lose, you know, if you know, you're going to eat a lot, maybe lose a couple pounds before the holidays. So when you gain those couple pounds back, you don't feel so bad. Or you don't have to lose or gain weight if you stay active. It does sort of remind me though, when I was, I years ago when I was a flight attendant and we would be, you know, in between anything we had to do, standing back in the galley, eating the, this was way back in the day when they still served decent food on planes. Um, eating all the leftover cheesecake. And it's like, oh, well, if you're in the air, there's no calories in it. doesn't there, count. Right? What happens in count. the air stays in the air. <laughs> I just ate a whole cheesecake. It's fine. <laughs> Hilarious. You know, the thing about the holidays, though, is that the temptation is everywhere. So mm-hmm. you, it, it's, you really are going to have to hold yourself accountable because it's not like all that food and all those drinks and all those excuses are going away. COVID or not, it's right. still, <laughs> there's still, still around, right? Um, you're going to see plenty of ads for it. And there's a lot of marketing built towards it. So actually, um, I was reading a study on this for preparation for this podcast and Cornell University put out a study that holiday weight gain is an, it's a legit thing. I mean, it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. Americans tend to pack on extra pounds right around the time of Halloween, right before Halloween to the end of December. So basically what we're doing during that time is we're eating more, we're drinking more, we're working out less, which then of course widens our waistlines. And then 
And then, of course, everybody jumps on the bandwagon of the dry January. I'm going to lose 10 pounds resolution on New yep. Year's Day. And it's yeah. like, it doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> no. And it's rightfully so. I mean, if you think of starting from, let's say, Halloween to, you know, just New Year's Eve, you're usually surrounded by parties this year because of COVID. It might have been a little different, but historically, mm-hmm. you're going to gatherings, there's parties, there's festivities. If you have kids, you're going to kids' recitals. And each of these places have goodies and treats and food and drinks and all the good stuff that yeah. calls our attention. And of course, we want to indulge. I mean, it's delicious stuff, mm-hmm. but we cannot ignore our physical health during the holidays. We definitely can't. No, no, for sure. And you know, it's not just our physical health that we ignore during the holidays. Um, We also slough off our self-care in general. Mm -hmm. We spend way less time focusing on our overall well-being or taking care of ourselves at all. Mm -hmm. And of course, it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, we can enjoy ourselves during the holidays without paying for the entire month of January if we just take some time to remain mindful and, you know, kind of prioritize our overall health. Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. And I find that there, with a lot of what we talk about, we always like to give really easy, practical tips. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when you think of exercise or meditation, so many people think, oh, it's too hard. It's too difficult. It's going to take too much. Not really. No. (laughs) And if you think about it, you you just have to be very mindful of implementing simple steps and tactics that you're going to be doing personally to stay healthy. Oh yeah, for sure. You know, I do hear that excuse a lot. Um, as far as exercise goes, I'm so busy. Yeah, you're busy. So is everyone. We all are busy, but that is no excuse not to remain active. Um, it's not an excuse to skip out an exercise at all. I mean, if you have five minutes to whine about how you've put on extra weight, then you can use that five minutes to walk around the block. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, and that's such a good point. Cause that's what we do. So, and now, because we recently went on vacation, we ate everything and then some, <laughs> yeah. um, we gained a few pounds. And so now what we're doing is just after dinner, we go for a stroll around the block and it yeah. may only be 20 minutes. And we have, yeah. you know, we take our dog and she's 11. So she doesn't go all that fast. It's a leisurely stroll, but what you're doing is you're not eating and then plopping down on the couch to watch a movie. Right. And you're getting some sort of physical activity. You're moving your body, but you're also telling your brain and giving your the signal to your body that your overall well-being is important to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and you can do this, you know, if you have kids, if you are alone, if you are in a place where you can have, you're healthy and you can have limited individuals over, you know, on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. maybe take a walk with a few of, you know, family members around the block or go check out if people have already put their Christmas lights up or something, yep, you know, it yep. can be something really easy. And then just try to do that before you go into kind of rest movie, you know, dessert mode, if you can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, you don't, you have to think kind of outside of the box, especially when it comes to exercise. I've heard a lot of um, people say, oh, you have, you know, a big area to work out in. You have a workout space. I don't have something like that. Well, we'll make it. I didn't always live in a space where I had plenty of room for something like that. I remember, you know, years ago, shoving aside the, the, the coffee table and making the room. Mm-hmm. You just have to kind of prioritize it. And you don't need a lot of room to do sit-ups or jumping jacks or, you know, run in place or whatever. It doesn't take a lot. I think a lot of this is just the excuses that we make in our minds. Like, oh, I don't have the space. I don't have the time. I don't have the energy. 
Yeah. You have to make it. You absolutely yeah. have to make it. You can just start thinking creatively too. I mean, if you really want to binge watch something on Netflix, that's totally cool. How about between each episode of whatever you're binging, you get up and you do 20 burpees, mm-hmm. 20, 20 jumping jacks, 20 sit-ups, 20 push-ups, whatever. Yeah, yeah. absolutely agree. Yeah. And, you know, I think one of the easiest things you can do during the holidays too, just to focus on your physical health is to stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, sure. and we're drinking a lot this time of year. Why not make it? water yeah. or my favorite hot or warm water. Mm-hmm. You know, I think when the weather starts to change and it starts to get a little colder, I'm one of these individuals who I'm always craving something warm in my hands. And yeah. what you, what would happen years ago was I'd either have way too much coffee or I would overindulge in like hot cocoa with marshmallows and like whipped cream or something. <laughs> well, it's fine if you do that once or twice during the holidays, but if you get into a habit where you're doing that on a daily basis, that's a lot of extra calories yeah, that for you're sure. taking in. Yeah. So if you, I think personally, a great way to stay hydrated. And if you also want something warm is drink some warm water. And I know Mm -hmm. it sounds silly. I know it sounds odd. You know, it is just water. Some of my friends call it a cup of nothing, but you know, it really does help with your digestion. It helps you to break down food faster. Mm -hmm. It improves your circulation. It reduces stress. So talk about staying hydrated and also focusing on your physical and mental well-being. Yeah. I actually like drinking hot water or hot tea um, because it warms me up. This time of year, I start getting really cold all the time for no apparent reason. I've just always been like that. And uh, it doesn't matter how warm the inside of my place is. I'm still chilly. So I do that. And sometimes I just sort of hang on to the cup and uh, it's just like having your own portable space heater. Yeah. You know, water too, though, whether you're drinking it hot, cold, whatever room temperature, um, it helps to keep you full, which then keeps you from overeating. Mm -hmm. But, you know, high being hydrated in general also helps your body fight off illnesses um, which who the heck doesn't need that this right now right. and, um, helps you shed excess weight too. So yeah. there's that, there's a lot of benefits to, to water and staying hydrated. I make a point of, as soon as I get up in the morning, the first thing I do once I literally put my feet on the ground is I take 20 sips of water. So by okay. my, on my nightstand, I keep my water canteen. And that way, what I'm doing is as soon as I get up, I'm drinking water to hydrate my body, but it's also kicking in my metabolism because I've now been kind of in fasting or relaxing mode for, you know, six to eight hours, however long I've been asleep. And so as soon as you wake up, it's just a great way to kind of kickstart your body and make sure you're hydrated from the beginning. So they don't have to be gulps. They can just be 20 sips but it's a great way to do that. And then the habit I've created since is now for some reason, the number 20 is in my head. So I wake up the 20 sips and then throughout the day, it seems like whenever I pick up my canteen, it's almost like I'm taking 20 sips of water. It takes <laughs> yeah. a little while to get to that point, but it's a great thing to do, especially during the holidays. Just make sure you're hydrating and you're drinking plenty of water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, to correlate with that too, you want to make sure you're making healthy food choices, but mm-hmm. obviously, right. So eat the cookies. If you want to eat the cookies, I mean, don't deprive yourself. Um, so allow yourself those desserts and those wines, but you don't need to go overboard. And then the rest of the time, just make sure that you're eating nutritiously. Yeah, you know? that's true. And yeah. just buy healthy snacks. You know, I know we like to go to the grocery store and this time of year, it's very tempting. You see the brownies, you see the snacks, like the peppermint cookies. Oh my gosh. If you go to Trader Joe's, they have like the peppermint um, s'mores or brownies or like, Oh, they're so mm-hmm. good. 
fine. Just limit how much you buy them, but make sure you're getting your celery sticks and your carrots and your healthy snacks along the way. And then it's all in moderation. You know, if throughout the day, especially like, you know, for those of us who are still working during the holidays, you can focus on the healthy snacks and then just reserve the treats for either after dinner dessert or after lunch or something, or when you have guests over, but don't, don't think that just because the holidays are here, you have an excuse to eat whatever the hell you want (laughs) impacting you in a negative way. Yeah. No. So just if, if you know, you're going to overindulge, which heck I know I will. It's yeah. just a matter of how can I make those right decisions, you know, eat the right snacks or the right foods Monday through Friday. And then on the weekends is when I treat myself. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I know. But, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, people make fun of me for eating um, celery sticks, actually, but I love them. I find them quite satisfying, the crunch of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I do. And also what I, what I like about them is, I mean, it probably, you're probably exerting more energy eating them than the calories that you're actually taking. <laughs> that sounds good. I'd have to look that up, but I swear. What I mean, you could eat an entire celery stock for what, uh, two calories or something? I mean, it's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I love celery. I'm with you. It's very, to me, it's very refreshing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Which is very yeah. refreshing. It's a great, great snack, you know, yeah. but find what works for you. I mean, you may not like celery. There might no. be something else, maybe eggs. I mean, I don't know. I feel like what hap- what my issue is a lot of the times is when we're so busy is you go for whatever the quickest thing is in the pantry or the fridge. Mm-hmm. And if you're stocked up on the carbs and the unhealthy, you're going to grab that. Yeah. If you need inspiration, because this is how I am, guys. Sometimes I have a difficult time. If I'm going to go to the grocery store, it's like, oh, I have no idea what I'm going to get. If you need inspiration on some healthy snacks, look them up online. Do an internet search. Go on Pinterest. I find Pinterest is a great place if you want to put healthy snacks. You can put healthy snacks for the holidays. Mm -hmm. And it's going to give you a bunch of suggestions. And then when you go to the grocery store, just add those to your list. And then keep them handy. Put them in the fridge or put them in the pantry. And then, you know, if you're hungry and there's something you're going to grab, you're going to go for those healthy snacks. So don't feel bad if you're running out of ideas on what to eat that's healthy. If it doesn't yeah. come naturally, I get it. But you can always find ways to find ideas out there or ask a friend, you know? Yeah, you could. I mean, you can ask a friend what, what they eat. I've done that before. Um, what do you snack on? Another thing to consider, too, or is are you really hungry? Yeah. You know, I mean, I think that sometimes we eat out of boredom, we eat out of uh, wanting to self-soothe. There's all mm-hmm. sorts of reasons we eat besides hunger, right? So right. maybe if you're not actually, I mean, if you're hungry, by all means eat. But if you're not actually hungry, then maybe you incorporate some other form of self-care. Maybe you practice a meditation session. Mm-hmm. Maybe you... You know, I always say that every day you should be setting aside at least 10 to 20 minutes to just sit, breathe, and be still. Yeah, mm-hmm. peace. Just take yes. it in. Stay mindful. Um, do some quick exercise. Uh, you know, read a book, look up something online that you've been interested in knowing about, uh, take a quick walk, do some yoga moves, mm-hmm. um, phone a friend, you know. 
Yeah. Hey everyone, did you ever wish you had a friend who was constantly supporting your dreams to make more money, pursue your passions, or live a more relaxed lifestyle? Well, here we are. Success, financial freedom, balance, whatever you want to create in your life, you can have it, and we're sharing the tools to help you get there. That's right, because sometimes all it takes to achieve your goals is a tribe of people cheering you on, and we're here to do just that for you. Yes, we are. When you join our tribe, every week you'll receive powerful tools to help you achieve financial freedom, create a better work-life balance, and pursue your dreams. For only $5.55 a month, you'll receive access to affirmations, mantras, guided meditations, EFT tapping sessions, articles, and tip sheets that all specifically focus on money and abundance, work-life balance, and passion and success. That's a whole lot of stuff. It is. If you visit inthelifeofzen.com to subscribe and join our tribe today. No, and I love these ideas. I think especially during the holidays, you know, if you live somewhere where the weather is cooler in the mornings, it starts to get a little cold. I love my morning ritual of always, you know, my morning meditation, mm -hmm. but especially this time of year, if you can just, before you go to work or before you get going on your day or take the kids to, you know, their virtual classroom, whatever, if you can find those 10, 20 minutes to just sit on the couch, you can always read like a holiday book too. You yeah. know, a book on giving or a book on, you know, if you want to read one of the holiday classics, you know, mm -hmm. but just read a page or two or a chapter, whatever you have time for, but make it that holiday ritual. If you don't, if you haven't already incorporated it as part of your normal ritual, yeah. I love the idea of starting your mornings, focusing on rest, kind of mind, you know, meditation, mindfulness for the soul, but then also incorporating kind of the holiday goodies in yeah. with that as well. Yeah. Yeah, so if you sure. have a fireplace, light the fireplace. Why not? You know, mm -hmm. you're only doing it for 20 minutes. You know, so if you have a gas fireplace, it's probably a little more practical, yeah. but do or light a candle, you know, a holiday scented candle, make it something that's going to feel like it's a big reward for you. Right. And especially do it throughout the month of, you know, as we finish Thanksgiving and then go into Christmas and into the new year, I think it'll be a, a great way to help you feel a little more grounded as well during the holidays. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So besides our physical health, and we've brought up some ideas for mental health, I think some other things too, when we head into the holidays, um, what we want to kind of think about, not just ourselves but others as well. So one of the things that I said earlier about is, you know, phoning a friend or, mm -hmm. you know, or a family member, that's beneficial for yourself, but it's also beneficial for them. Right. right. Especially this year, 2020 has been a bitch, man. Ugh. I mean, and, and not everybody is, is, is letting you know that they're not mm. okay. Right. So, I mean, it's a good time to just, I like to just randomly, if a friend that I haven't spoken to in a while pops into my head, I just phone him or text him. Yeah. I feel oh, like there's right. a reason they did. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Another yeah. thing that I think is very special that we kind of lost the art on is write a letter or a personal card. Oh, don't yeah. type it and if, don't make it an email. Don't make it a text. But if you have greeting cards or, you know, little cards around like stationary, just mm -hmm. drop a line because there's something so special about getting something in the mail that isn't a bill or advertisements, you know, because who gets letters these days? I mean, unless yeah. you're sending like a thank you card or something, right. it's very random that you get a letter from someone you love. So especially for the holidays and because of how difficult this year has been, mm -hmm. if you have a few, you know, some time on your weekends, you know, spend 30 minutes writing little letters to, it doesn't even have to be a lot of people. Maybe it's just that one person that you thought of. Yeah. You know? 
Yeah. A I favorite like aunt, a favorite friend or someone you haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that randomly to like great aunts and stuff. They probably think I'm crazy. Like who the hell is this again? Oh, that's so-and-so's daughter. <laughs> that's cute though. It's so sweet. I know. And you never know. They might just need it regardless well, of who it's from. You know, a couple of years ago, I did that too. When I was younger, I had a great aunt that I just thought she was just the coolest. She, um, she was an artist and she painted a picture of me. It was my very first picture I was ever painted of me. I was one, two, something like that. And that was hung up in my bedroom. And uh, I got to thinking about her a couple of years ago. And um, mom told me that she'd turned 90. I'm like, holy smokes, I can't believe she's still around. <laughs> and so I, I asked my mom, I said, do you have, do you have an address for her? And so I, I sent her a letter. Aww. And she was pretty excited. She, of course, remembered who I was, uh, said she was deaf as all get out. So she had loved that I'd written her a letter instead of trying to phone. <laughs> and then, uh, we, you know, we kind of went back and forth a little bit. And then, you know what? About six months later, she passed away. Now, what um, if I hadn't have done that? Right. You know, like I would have always thought, damn, I wish I had reached out to Annie Reed. You know, yeah. so yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. That's really sweet. Yeah. You know, one thing I like too this time of year, because of COVID and what you know, the restrictions that are in place for a lot of us is having more intimate gatherings. Mm-hmm. I love the thought of there's something very special. I mean, I'm, I'm going to miss big, large family gatherings, of course, because it's always fun to get together with a big, crazy family and nieces and nephews and have kids run around. Yeah. But there's something so special about having just a few people where everyone can listen to one another yeah. and you can really get into kind of more in-depth conversations, whether they're one-on-one or with a small group. Mm-hmm. So make the best of these intermittent intimate gatherings. If you're, yeah. you know, forced to limit who you're going to spend some time with, yeah. it just makes it more special. Yeah. Yeah, you know? for sure. For and you sure. can still play games. You can still, you know, whatever holiday traditions are, it doesn't mean you have to stop them. Maybe yeah. they're a little smaller, mm-hmm. but just think about sitting around the fireplace with these individuals, having a good conversation or playing a game or cards or enjoying a delicious meal, but just savor the moments and, and, you know, kind of the specialness, if that's even a word of being in a small group. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, that actually reminds me of something I was thinking about the other time the other day, the other time, the other day too, was, uh, I, I know a lot of people around the holidays get that, uh, almost bridezilla sort of thing where they're, they're worried about perfection, what that table yeah. is going to look like, yeah. what time supper is coming on the table, exactly what's being served, what silverware, duh, 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 duh. I know a lot of people, <laughs> my family, especially can get a little hung up on that sometimes. And it's like, you know, the holidays just, give up on perfection. Right. I mean, yeah, that's, absolutely. I feel like one of the biggest things you can do for your own, your own self-care and your own kind of mindset, spend less time worrying about how everything should be and simply enjoy it how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you are blessed and lucky enough to have friends and family around you come the holidays, then just be with them. Yeah. Because if, if this year has taught us anything, it's just, holy crow. We really, yeah, we really yeah. need to get back to the basics. A bit, I you know? find that keeping it simple is always the best. And kind mm-hmm. of sometimes less is more, Yeah, you know, I mean, if you're going to make an elaborate meal and you have a lot of food, let that be kind of the centerpiece of everything yeah. that you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to be, you know, I love hosting and I used to go Me crazy too. and plan parties for days. I know I'm the and same way. I'm every little piece. And then, yeah. and then the party goes by in like the blink of an eye and then you're uh-huh. cleaning for two days. Yeah. And I still love hosting. I just still love doing things, but I found easier ways to 
Like now, instead of planning for two days, it takes me, you know, half a day or something to kind of set up and everything. And I, and I truly do enjoy it, Yeah. but I, sure. I have focused on just keep it simple and kind of less is more. You don't have to overdo it. Yeah. Yeah. Because when you think about it, if you, I mean, I go to your place, I go to one of your, you know, gatherings and I see how much time and effort you put into everything. And I notice it at the time, but in retrospect, when I think about your gatherings, what I'm thinking about is the fun we had, the conversations we had, not really thinking about the table setting, but I do the same thing. I, (laughs) I put so much time and effort into that sort of stuff that, uh, yeah, I think, and it's fine if you can do that and still sort of, you know, spend less time worrying about it. Yeah. Yeah. Some people are pros at it. I mean, we know people who plan parties and I mean, they, uh-huh. you know, every, they pay so much attention to details and it's beautifully done and they're happy as a clam and they have time for everything. And it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, you're amazing. I admire you. But for the rest of us, if we're busy with family and kids and partners and pets and bills and everything else, don't, if you're going to focus on anything, focus on the reason for the gathering, the holidays, right. what it's about, focusing on family, make that the priority and mm-hmm. everything else, you know, it's yeah. okay. If you're eating with plastic forks instead of the polished silverware, it's okay. Oh, the horror. I don't know if I can do that. I don't know about plastic. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Nowadays they have plasticware that's like rose gold and gold and silver and it looks that's so true. fancy. It, you really do. That's one thing I've learned. I remember, so we usually host Christmas or Thanksgiving every year and we have anywhere from 15 to like 30 people. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we disliked the most was doing dishes the amount of dishes we had to do once everybody left. I mean, we would spend hours just doing dishes. And for the most part, we wouldn't finish it until the next day. So most, many of you might not like this, but what we ended up doing was Costco has these amazing plastic like dish dishes that mm-hmm. look like they're formal glass dishes mm-hmm. that you can either throw away if you want, cause they're plastic, or if you want to reuse them, you certainly could. So we started using the plastic dishes and also plasticware. Mm-hmm. And you know what? If anybody cares, frankly, I don't give a damn. If they come <laughs> over and they're judging me on the fact that we're using plasticware, because at the end of the day, it makes our cleanup process easier and it yeah. makes our time more enjoyable because we're then not stressed about, oh, everybody's left. Now we have five hours of cleanup. So whatever it is for you, some of you may not like that. You don't like plastic. I get it, but find something else. What is it that you can do? Well, to they make, make plant-based stuff now too, actually. So yeah, yeah. Well, whatever you I mean, want to do. If that's your hold up on it. Yeah. I can't believe everybody's leaving your house without helping you clean up though. What the hell? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and it's almost like that thing, too many cooks in the kitchen at the end of the I day. Know. It's like, no, yeah. no, we're good. We'll clean up. And Jesse and I have such a system in place where we both know like you're on that. <laughs> I'm on this chop, chop, chop. And there's still a lot of cleanup to do, but if we can eliminate the whole dish yeah. and silverware portion, I we know. do it. Yes, it could yeah. be a bit wasteful. So we should get better at doing that stuff, but it does help us kind of focus on what we enjoy the most. And that is spending as much time with family or relaxing versus cleaning. Right. Exactly. So find whatever works for you. One last thing I think I would add to that when I, if we're going to, you know, roll this back to self-care and relaxation is when you're talking about everybody goes home, um, make sure because during the holidays, you're spending a lot of time with other people that maybe you're not always doing. And so make sure to set aside some time besides just, like I said, you know, the 10 to 15, 
20 minutes to like meditate and just breathe and just be still. And the good thing to do too is to do something similar to that right before you go to bed, like mm-hmm. just to kind of unwind, right? Spend yeah. like at least a half an hour just alone, sitting in gratitude or reading or doing whatever gives you some relaxation. So you're ready to go to bed so you can get a good night's sleep and get up and do it all again the next day. Absolutely. <laughs> I know you and I are such believers of that. You know, for me, it's almost how you start your morning is always a good way to end your day as well. So if you start your morning sitting in silence or, you know, giving thanks or reading or in meditation or in prayer or whatever, end your day that way as well. Yeah. You know, and then you have like two really good anchors at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day. Right. You can kind of use. So focus on that. And especially during the holidays, Mm -hmm. you know, because it's a bit hectic. And even though this year might be different, our stressors could be different as well. Like maybe we're missing out on being with family and friends and maybe that's got us feeling, you know, depressed or gloomy. Maybe we don't have any family or friends or we live alone or, you know, whatever the case may be. So yeah. Yeah. So just do something for you. Take care of your soul. And that, that to me is really the whole point of this season. It's just make like rest and relaxation should be the focus more yeah. than anything else. Yeah. Like to, you can rest and you can relax with family and friends, but fo- make that the focal point. How mm-hmm. can you end, especially this year, what's been a freaky year yeah. by resting and relaxing and kind of regrouping? Yeah, exactly. So I think to you know that point, one of the big takeaways for the listeners is self-care doesn't have to take a lot of time. Even setting aside 10 to 20 minutes per day can make a huge difference for you. Um, And it's easy to get through the holidays without gaining weight or getting stressed if you take the time to prioritize your overall well-being. Um, And I think the biggest thing when it comes to the holidays, it's it's a tough time for a lot of people that those of us that are blessed don't uh, always, you know, realize. Mm -hmm. So if you need X, and especially this year, I mean, I think it's a tough time, a tough year a time of the year for people normally imagine 2020. So, you know, if you need extra time or extra help, rather this time of year, do not hesitate to reach out for that help, you know, Mm -hmm. talk to a loved one or a professional. Yeah. Do not isolate yourself. This year has been isolating enough. So please, yes. Talk to someone. No, that's the beauty of the season too, is there are people everywhere. And yeah, there's people who are probably going through the same thing you're going through. And if you don't want to talk to a personal friend or family member, right? you know, there are, find yourself a good professional to talk to. Yeah. But yeah, yeah what a year this has been, Holy you know, and we don't, it. we truly don't know if next year is going to be better. So we need to, <laughs> yeah. we, you know, we keep saying, oh, 2021 is, it's, you know, this year is almost over. I know that the end of this year gives us all hope, right? It's like, okay, it's almost over. It's almost over. Yeah. However, there's no guarantee that next year we're not going to be dealing with a lot of the same stuff we're dealing with. Exactly. Year. Exactly. So, so I think a lot of this change is going to have to come from within. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. And so find, you know, find what makes you feel good physically and mentally and mm-hmm. focus on that. Take yeah. care of yourself, yeah. especially during the holidays. For sure. So Jen and I always like to leave folks off with a mantra, affirmation, tapping session, something along those lines. Today we have a a little mantra. Awesome. So um, do you, do you want to read it and I'll I'll say it back? All right. Yeah. So prioritizing my mental and physical health during the holidays 
makes me enjoy them even more. Prioritizing my mental and physical health during the holidays makes me enjoy them even more. Happy holidays, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Where Money Meets Soul podcast. We hope you're feeling inspired to take control of your finances, create balance, and live your best life. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know anyone else who would benefit from this content, spread the love by taking a snapshot of this podcast, sharing on social media, and tagging In the Life of Zen. And stay tuned for more from In the Life of Zen. Visit us at inthelifeofzen.com and follow us on social media at In the Life of Zen.